Hi everybody. So I'm sitting down here today. We're trying to get the uh, the word out. There's a house bill um, in the Judiciary Committee going on right now. The house bill is 3390. Um, it is something that a lot of different people should be paying attention to right now. Um, it is a fur ban bill. And I'll go through some of it. Um, with you here, kind of let you know what the bill is about. Um, basically, what it is doing is is prohibiting the sale of fur in the state of Oregon. Um, and this means for anything, um, for, you know, fishing flies, for uh, fur lures, or, or like a MEPS lure, it's got uh, fur in a rooster tail, uh, fur garments, raw fur, things of that nature, um, even even down to paintbrush tips um, on high-end paintbrushes. And so um, this is a big deal to predator hunters, fur trappers, um, you know, fly fishermen. Uh, your felt cowboy hat, if it's got beaver fur in it, going to be illegal. Um, there's fines and there's and there's so many repercussions of this. And so what we really need is we need you to go onto the link that I'll provide in the comment section of the podcast. Go on there. Um, it'll you'll click on uh, or you'll go down through the through the links. You'll go uh, the, to the history part of it or manage history, something like that. You'll go down. Um, scroll down, it'll say 33-30H, and uh, you'll click Submit Testimony. From there, um, you know, enter your information, click Oppose, and we're trying to kill this thing before it gets to the House floor. But before we go any, any further here, uh, I'm going to give you kind of the summary, um, how it relates to us, and this will be kind of a lot of lit litigation uh, but it's definitely something you need to know to be informed. So House Bill 3390 prohibits sale, offer for sale, or trade a fur product in the state of Oregon. Establishes that fur product does not include an animal skin to be converted into leather, cowhide, deer skin, lamb skin, or sheep skin, or an animal pelt or skin preserved through taxidermy, or for purpose of taxidermy, provides exemptions from prohibitation, provides that violation committed intentionally, knowingly, recklessly, or with criminal negligence is punishable by a maximum of 364 days imprisonment, $6,250 fine, or both. It would take effect on the 91st day following the adjournment sign die. So what that means, any fur product that isn't for taxidermy or leather, now a tanned fur hide does not uh, constitute leather. It cannot have hair on it. Um, that is your, you know, your basis for the exemptions. Everything else um, becomes illegal. So a bill for an act, um, it states, relating to the trade of fur products and prescribing on effective date. 
be it enacted by the people of the state of Oregon, section 1.1. Legislative Assembly finds and declares that eliminating the sale of fur products in the state of Oregon will decrease demand for cruel part or products, reduce public health risks, promote community awareness of animal welfare, foster a move or a more humane environmental and enhance the reputation of the state. So basically what it's saying is they think that trapping is cruel, uh, fur handling is cruel, using fur products is cruel. Um, that is not true. Um, we have very set regulations that are a humane standard for harvesting animals. Um, they're not cruel products. Fur is a sustainable, natural resource that can be utilized for years. It's hardy. It holds up. Um, it's better than, you know, plastic fake fur that's using petroleum products and harming the environment. Um, there's no public health risks to wearing fur. In fact, there's more of a public health risk if we do not continue to trap animals because they promote diseases um, in higher populations that could spread to humans. And so we, again, keeping the numbers down and selling the fur actually is healthier for the community. Um, animal welfare is not a concern. Um, animals, even if trapped, are humanely taken care of. A trap is a humane tool, whether it's a killing or a restraining trap. Um, and trapping by far and managing animal populations, I should say trapping and predator hunting and selling fur, um, are a humane environment that um, our whole state was built on. And, you know, without fur, we would not have the state of Oregon. So section 1.2, as used in this section, section A, fur means any animal skin or part thereof in a raw or processed state to which hair, fleece, or fur fiber is attached. There you go. Fleece um, or felt. Your cowboy hats. Um, Stetson cowboy hats. They're made with beaver fur um, becomes an illegal product in the state. Uh, section B, A, a fur product means any of the following that is made in whole or in part of fur, an article of clothing or other covering for any part of the body, a fashion accessory including jewelry or a handbag, shoe, slipper, hat, earmuff, scarf, shawl, glove, or keychain. That means your kid's rabbit foot keychain becomes illegal and they become a criminal. That means that a fur, uh, fox fur keychain becomes illegal or a raccoon tail keychain becomes illegal. Any scarf or a handbag that has an adornment of fur, or your fur earmuffs, or if you have a fur hat, I have several. Um, they all become illegal, and you become a criminal. Uh, section three of that, a toy. So if you have a fur teddy bear, that, uh, that becomes illegal. Um, a home accessory or item of decor. If you have wall hangers, now I'm not talking about rugs, you know, a taxidermy rug is still exempt from this, but if you have a fur hide hanging on the wall, 
and you like the look at of it, you know, that's illegal. So going into the exemptions of this, a fur product does not mean an animal skin or part thereof that is to be converted into leather. That means a cowhide um, or from which hair fleece or fur fiber will be completely removed during the process. So uh, right there, it's a little vague. You know, I'd still think a cowhide rug is okay to own, but it could be illegal. You know, and so basically all you're going to have is uh, standard leather, which I think is honestly splitting hairs there. So definitions for that, a cowhide with hair attached thereto, so that is illegal, or is legal. A deer skin with hair attached thereto, lamb skin or sheep skin with fleece attached thereto, or the pelt or skin of any animal that is preserved through taxidermy or for the purpose of taxidermy. So that, uh, you know, all that stuff, yeah, it's still legal, but you cannot go out and sell um, a fur product. Now, on that note, think about this. The best fly fishing flies are made with natural fur. Um, They look more realistic. They hold up better. um, They're not a plastic. And a lot of fly tires and fly fishermen use a fly with natural fur. Your grandpa's old uh, flies that you might have in a case on display in the wall or might still even use uh, become illegal. And you're a criminal for having them. Uh, With that, you know, um, a... uh, um, Meps lures, so a rooster tail... They use squirrel fur, completely illegal. Will not be able to buy a rooster tail uh, lure in the state of Oregon. So section C of that, a nonprofit corporation means a corporation that is organized and operated as described under section 501c3 of the Internal Revenue System Code. Uh, Taxidermy means the practice of Uh, Preparing and preserving the skin of an animal that is deceased and uh, stuffing and mounting the skin in a lifelike form. Uh, Ultimate consumer means an individual who purchases a fur product for personal use or for the use of another, but not for resale or trade. Um, used fur product means a fur product that has been worn or used by an ultimate consumer. Section 3, a person may not sell, offer for sale, or trade a fur product in the state. For purposes of this section, a sale occurs in the state if a buyer takes physical possession of the fur product in the state or the seller is located in the state. Subsection 3 of this section does not apply to the sale, offer for sale, or trade of A. Used fur product by an individual not engaged in retail transactions. A. Used fur product by a nonprofit corporate corporation, secondhand store, or pawn shop. A fur product used or intended to be used for traditional tribal cultural, or spiritual purposes by any member of a federally recognized Indian tribe or other Indian tribe or a fur product 
the sale, offer for sale, or trade of which is expressly authorized by federal law. So just to clarify that, it is still okay for tribal members to possess fur, but they cannot buy it. They cannot sell it. They can still not do anything else with it in the state except use it for a ceremony. Uh, Five, a local government as defined in ORS 174.116 may adopt and enforce a local provision concerning the trade of fur products that is equivalent to or provides a higher level of restriction than the restriction established in Section 3 of this section. Six, a violation of this section is a Class A misdemeanor if a person commits the violation with I'm sorry, with a state with a mental state as defined in ORS 161.085. Section 2. This 2023 Act takes effect on the 91st day after the date of which the 2023 regular session of the 82nd Legislative Assembly adjourns signed die. So, guys, what this basically is, this is a backdoor way for people to shut down trapping and fur harvesting. Um, it makes common day folks who enjoy the outdoors uh, criminals. It makes it so that you cannot own a fur product in the state of Oregon. You can't buy one. You can't sell one. And it makes criminals out of common people. And you should really think about this. If you're a cattle rancher and you were a Stetson or a Twister or an American Hat Company hat, um, you know, it becomes illegal because it uses beaver fur. If you're a fly fisherman, you have to get rid of all your old flies that are tied with fur on them because they are all completely illegal. Um, and you can be fined and put to jail for it. Um, if you have a fur hat, I know I, again, I have a couple of them. They, they're great. They're warm. They keep your head warm. They're sustainable. They'll last you forever. Um, and they're beautiful. Uh, you can't wear it. It's illegal. You can't sell it. You can't get rid of it. Anything like that. Um, you know, any fur garment for that matter of fact, you cannot wear any longer. Um, if you're, a trapper and you want to sell your hides, well, you won't be able to in the state of Oregon. Um, yes, you can drive to Idaho. Yes, you can drive to Nevada. But, you know, for some people, that's a pretty long ways to go. Um, you can't really uh, uh, do anything with it there. I mean, it, it kind of really reduces uh, your opportunities. Um, you can't send it with somebody. If somebody, if you send it with somebody, they're then taking possession of it, and that is considered illegal. Um, so it just it's it's a backdoor way to shut down our way of life. It affects everybody. I mean, high end paintbrushes. How many people out there really like to paint? Uh, this is not. I mean, it, it becomes illegal. I'm even convinced to the point that. You know, using things such as uh, as horse hair becomes illegal for making a violin bow or for a lariat or whatever you may be using it for. 
Um, you know, this is a serious issue. It just does not affect trappers. It affects anybody who may use any bit of fur. And so right now, what we're trying to do, we're trying to kill this bill um, before it goes to the House floor. Um, and how we do that is by submitting a testimony. It's it's very easy. Like I said, um, you know, you just have to go to the link provided in the comments section of the uh, of the podcast here. I'll make it very plain for you guys to see. Uh, you should just be able to click on it and and go right there. You know, no no big deal. Um, give me one second here. Um, from that, so you click on the link. Um, it'll bring you to the main page. You scroll down, and again on the bottom, um, you click on Measure History. Uh, measure history, um, and then you go down to where it says 3-30. Now, that's the date that it's going to be um, scheduled for the public hearing. Um, over to the right, you have register to testify and submit testimony. Um, the best thing you can do is click on submit testimony. Then from there, scroll down. Um, it's going to ask you for your first name, your last name, an email address, um, an organization or your city of residence. Um, so, you know, if you work for an organization that sells these products, I'm sure um, you can put that down, uh, check with your employer unless you're the boss. Otherwise, just put your city of residence. Um, it'll say on behalf of and just put yourself. Um, and then your position on the measure and click oppose. Um, we want to oppose this. Um, as much as possible. From there, you go to, um, it'll say submit text or upload a PDF. And then you have two options as well next to it, text testimony and upload a PDF. So if you just go to text testimony, you can scroll down. You have a 4,000 character uh, space to type in your testimony. Um, short, sweet, and to the point is better. You know, give a couple of of uh, sentences in there, how it negatively affects you, and um, just keep that keep that rolling. And then when you're done, click submit testimony. Um, and if you don't want to submit any further testimony, you click that button there, and it'll bring you to the to the next page, and you're done. We ask that all of you guys. Um, Submit your testimony, share it to your friends, tell them to go on, log in, and, and be part of this. Because the more testimonies we get um, going to, um, to oppose this, the, the absolute better it's going to be. And, uh, you know, we all got to stand together, stick together, and I hope you guys sign up. If you have any questions, uh, reach out to me at organtrapperpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me find me there. I will get back to you as quick as possible. Um, I have my computer on just about every day in the evenings. Uh, let me know. I'll give you as much information as I can, send more links, clarify anything for you, and we really appreciate your support. Thank you, guys.